Would you pray with me real quick before we just take a few minutes just to look into the word? Heavenly Father, I thank you. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for every person that has come here tonight. And I thank you for those that are watching online. I pray, Lord God, that there would be joy that would fill every heart. Unspeakable joy. Joy that comes only from your throne of grace. I pray, Lord God, that hearts would be open to receive. That even now, as you're working, Holy Spirit, as those who have listened to the testimonies and to this time of worship, I pray, God, that you would do a finished work in their heart. We give you all the glory and the honor. In your name we pray. Amen and amen. Praise God. I just want to take a few minutes. I have a short message with you, and my message is titled, Called by God. Turn with me real quick to Mark chapter 10 if you have a Bible. If you have a Bible, say amen. amen. Praise God. Mark chapter 10. And just to give you a little bit of what I'm saying, and prior to this moment with Jesus, there's, there's, this, there's this moment that Jesus has with his 12 disciples, and two of them come to Jesus privately. Uh, one of them, their, name is, their names are James and John, and, uh, and they come to Jesus in Mark chapter 10, and they ask a question. They said, what do you want? Jesus said, what do you want me to do for you? Jesus asked them a question. They come and they, and they ask a few things that were on their mind. And, and Jesus says, what do you want me to do for you? And, and they said to him this. They said, they said could, you, could you grant us a position in heaven? One of us would sit on your left and the other would sit on your right. Is that cool, Jesus? Can we, can we do that? And, and Jesus pretty much tells them, it's not for me to grant. And it's not that easy. And then scripture goes on to tell us that the other 10 disciples found out about this request that James and John made to be able to sit down on the left and right of Jesus when they got to heaven. And the Bible tells us that the other 10 were very upset. And Jesus responded to his disciples during this moment of aggravation. He says in verse 42, it says, you know that those who are considered rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them and their great ones exercise authority over them. But it shall not be so among you, but whoever would be great among you must be your servant. And whoever would be first among you must be slave of all. For even the Son of Man, and Jesus is talking about himself, for even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Jesus was referring to this wonderful truth that he was going to lay down his life for you and I. That he was going to go to a cross and he was going to die for all of our sins. And so it's an incredible moment where you've got James and John who had this private moment with Jesus and Jesus had asked them, what do you want me to do for you? And they responded and said, hey, we, we want to we meet you up in heaven. We want to sit one on the left and one on the right. And then Jesus dealt with that that request and then the disciples found out and then he makes it very clear to them that look I didn't even come here to be served I came here to serve you I came here to rescue you I came here to demonstrate my love and grace for you and so it goes on here in scripture in verse 46 where as Jesus and the disciples are walking they come to this city called Jericho and as he was leaving Jericho with his disciples Obviously, there'd been some incredible time of ministry in the city where a crowd had developed around Jesus. You know, no one drew a crowd like Jesus did. Not then, 
and not today. There's a huge crowd around Jesus. And the, the Bible says that as he was leaving Jericho with his disciples, the same group of guys that he had to put in check, Bartimaeus, a blind beggar, the son of Timaeus, was sitting by the roadside. And look what it says in verse 47. If you're with me, say amen. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out. And he said, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And many rebuked him, telling him to be silent. But he cried out all the more, son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stopped and said, call him. And they called the blind man, saying to him, take heart, get up. He is calling you. And throwing off his cloak, he sprang up, sprang up and came to Jesus in verse 51. And Jesus said to him, what do you want me to do for you? The same question that he asked James and John. And the blind man said to him, Rabbi, let me recover my sight. And Jesus said to him, go your way. Your faith has made you well. And immediately he recovered his sight. And followed him on the way. It's an incredible moment for me. It's one of my favorite stories in scripture. Because it's, it's very vivid for me in my mind. To picture this massive crowd. But then there is this one man. Who is just sitting on the roadside. Blind and begging. Now you have to picture this. So that you understand. That actually Bartimaeus represents many of us. Many of us that might be in that place now or many of us that might be able to remember when we were in that place. Let me grab a chair so you can understand what I'm talking about. Bartimaeus probably didn't have a high stool like this. Bartimaeus probably sat on the ground. But Bartimaeus lived his life going nowhere. Sitting, begging, asking people for help, always in need of someone else to move him along. Bartimaeus sat there, unable to see what's ahead. Maybe somebody tonight, not in the physical sense, but maybe just in your own personal life, maybe you're in a position where you don't feel like you can see what's next. Anybody know what I'm talking about? There comes a time when you don't know what's next. You don't know what tomorrow holds. You don't, you don't know what's next for your future, on your job, or your education. You, you're not even sure what's next for your family. And you might feel like just because of the doubt and fear that you're struggling with, you might just feel blind. Like, man, I, I don't... And, and isn't it amazing how sometimes you can get in this place where you just feel stuck on the side of the road. Like you're not going anywhere. And, and, and I've been in that place where I just... I have felt like Bartimaeus and I'm just sitting here on the side of the road. And the worst is when you're just watching everybody else pass you on by. I mean, everybody else is just, oh, Merry Christmas. And you're like, man, it's not Christmas yet. All right. It's December 2nd. <laughs> and you got people that you, that you see passing on by and, 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 and then sometimes somebody helps you. And then there are other times when nobody helps you. Can I get an amen? And it's just this. And then sometimes you get tired of asking for help because you're not sure who's going to help you. 
And I know many of you, maybe tonight, you're just exhausted because you've, been, you've asked people for help, and then sometimes they help you, but then you're just tired of always having to ask people for help. I don't know if, if you've ever had a time in your life where you've had to ask somebody to help you financially. I have. And, and the worst is when you got to go back to a family member and ask them again and again and again. Okay, somebody know what I'm talking about. And it gets, it gets hard. And it's difficult. And you're, you're, co- you're constantly trying to just figure out, okay, sh- sh- should I ask this person? No, I don't know. I can hear it in their voice already. They don't want to help me. Amen. Or maybe I'll ask this person. And, 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 and we're living our lives blind and we're living our lives just kind of reaching out for, for help. We know the truth. In, in some measure, we know that there's a God who's greater than than I am and greater than my situation, but you just feel stuck. Anybody just feel stuck sometimes? Just, like I just can't, I can't get out of this seat. And then on top of just feeling blind and feeling like you can't go on, on top of feeling like you have to always ask for help, it's just, it's just suddenly you're, now you're dealing with despair. You're dealing with depression and, and loneliness. You just feel like nothing's going on. And just, but then suddenly Bartimaeus hears the crowd once again. And I'm sure he's used to hearing crowds and people pass on by the city of Jericho. But this time it was different because he heard the name Jesus. And there's power in the name of Jesus. But there's only power in the name of Jesus if you truly know who he is. See, there was a large crowd that was following Jesus. But just because it was a large crowd doesn't mean that everybody really knew who he was as God. There's a lot of crowds these days that declare Jesus to be the one. But are you, are you tonight truly, fully given and surrendered to Jesus Christ? Do you really believe in faith that he's the answer? Because if you do believe that Jesus is the answer, then this is going to be the night where you finally get out of the seat and step out and start heading up the road. Bartimaeus knew who he was. So much so that when he was sitting in the seat and he heard the name Jesus. He hears this crowd. Hundreds are coming his way. And as the crowd passes him by, he just, the Bible says he just starts to cry out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. I mean, he knew who Jesus was. He knew his Old Testament scripture. He knew that out of the lineage of King David, there would come a Messiah. There would come a healer. There would come one that would be able to take him from this position and get him back on the road. And suddenly faith stirred in his heart, I believe. As we read in scripture, faith can only stir in your heart if you truly know that Jesus Christ went to a cross and died for your sins. And if you don't understand Jesus as Savior, if you don't know the cross, then you'll always be stuck on the side of the road. You'll never move forward. You'll find yourself still trying to beg and ask for help, still reaching and hoping that somebody will just give you just a little something temporarily to keep you moving. You know those, you know, when you hear people go, oh, if if I could just get through Monday. Some of you might be thinking about that already. You might wake up tomorrow morning like, oh, my, oh man, if I, if I could just get through this week. 
For some of you, it might be even worse. Oh, if I could just get through another day in this marriage. Ah, yeah. If I can just get through another day at my, at my school. If I can, you see how I kept it moving because I know, it, I know that one kind of stung. If, if I could just, just get through another day on, on my job, if I, could, if I could just get through another day dealing with my boss and, 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 and we're reaching for the, for the temporary fix when there is a savior who did a finished work on the cross so much so that when he, when he conquered sin and death, the same spirit that raised him up from the grave on the third day is the same spirit that he desires to give to you and I so that our heart would be full and joy would rise up in our hearts and we would no longer live our lives for just the temporary, oh, I hope I can just get through Monday. Because when you have faith in Jesus Christ, each day is a glorious day in the presence of Jesus Christ and you are no longer on the road sitting on the side. You are moving, following Jesus Christ, fully surrendered. And so Bartimaeus says, have mercy. And this, this represents his confession, knowing I haven't done things well. I'm messed up. I'm selfish. You see, you have to confess your sin. If you want to be set free, you have to confess your sin. And when you confess your sin, Jesus is faithful to forgive you. That's the power of the cross. And he cries out, He's vulnerable. He's open. He doesn't care what people think in that moment. And then people had the nerve to tell Bartimaeus, shh, shut up. Don't you see there's a wonderful crowd that's following Jesus? You've done nothing with your life. All you do is beg. You're on the roadside, and that's all I've seen of you. Just, you just, you're just one place. You're, you're not going to get anywhere in life. <laughs> you're just a beggar. Your life smells. You don't fit in the crowd. But see, Jesus didn't come for crowds. He came to serve the hopeless, the lost, the marginalized, his steadfast love is for every single person here who says, I don't know where I'm going and I, I feel lost and blind. I'm so confused and I'm struggling and I feel like I'm on the roadside and I'm not getting anywhere. And I know Bartimaeus believed that in faith. So even when man's words continued to persecute him, to cause him to feel a sense of rejection. Faith still stirred up in, in his heart in such a way that the Bible says he started to cry even louder. Let me tell you something. Don't let people silence your cry. Some of you have, have heard so much stuff about you. So much negativity. Some of you have faced some really heavy rejection. You've been told that you only go this far. 
You've been told that you'll never amount to anything. You've been told that you have no purpose, no destiny. You've been told that you are less than. But let me tell you something. Jesus feels very different about you, and you need to put up a cry tonight. Jesus, he said, have mercy. Son of David, have mercy on me. I, my faith is in you. And even though Bartimaeus was outnumbered, it didn't matter because his faith at that moment was in the living God, a holy God, a mighty God, the King of kings, the Lord of lords. And also too, Jesus will never pass you by. And I know I just feel in my spirit that maybe some of you feel tonight that maybe you've been passed over. No. Jesus will never pass you over. He had every intention to stop. And I love this moment in, the, in, this, in this huge crowd. And, and, and Jesus says, wait, wait. The one who's calling my name, call him. And I love this moment because it's, it's a charge to the believers. You and I who know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, we have a responsibility in the name of Jesus to step out in these streets and call him. We have a responsibility to call him. And they went to Bartimaeus and they said, take heart, get up. He's calling. My prayer is that each and every believer here in the house of the Lord would go out these doors with boldness and with joy. And if you know Jesus as Lord and Savior, maybe we would be a voice and a witness throughout this community. My heart is that people of Times Square Church would begin to shake hands and say, hey, take heart. Get up. Jesus is calling you. Jesus loves you. Jesus cares. He's calling you. And so there were just a few people, I believe, maybe James and John, who had learned a hard lesson just a few minutes ago. Maybe it was Peter. Maybe it was one of the disciples that came to him and said, hey, take heart, get up. He's calling you. And that's all it took was just for somebody to bear witness of the love of Jesus Christ. All it takes is for just, just a few people here, maybe in the house, who are willing to recognize that our God desires to reach out to the hopeless and the lost. Maybe there's someone who's willing to be a witness and go get the Bartimaeus that's down the block right here on our street. Maybe there's somebody here in the house that came in because maybe someone spoke to you and told you to take heart, get up, God is calling. And Bartimaeus heard this good news because that's good news. Called by God is good news. And every single one of you have been called by God. That's the message for you tonight. I know for some, I know, you might feel like your marriage, your family, your job, just your, your, simply your, your, your status, your, your position in life has been just on the roadside. And tonight, I'm so excited to tell you, take heart. Get up. God is calling you. And I love this because scripture says that immediately, immediately Bartimaeus threw off his cloak and, and went running to Jesus. And, and this, is a, this is a moment where the, the, the cloak symbolizes the shame that he, that he was living under. The guilt, the stench of sin, the mess that he had made. 
his inability to get up and to go forward. And he knew that he was a failure. But when you know that Jesus has called you, you throw the cloak off and you just come before God just as you are. And here's what, it, it doesn't say anywhere that when he got up that anybody helped him get to Jesus. It's just, I've always pictured Bartimaeus just kind of running through this crowd to get to Jesus. Like, he, he's, he can't even see yet, but when Jesus calls, you know he's going to do a finished work. He, he doesn't even know what the, what, what's going to exactly happen, but he knows that when Jesus calls, there's going to be a healing. When Jesus calls us unto himself, there's going to be a victory. When Jesus calls us unto himself, he's going to demonstrate his power and authority to do something different in your life. You've been called by God. It's the power of the cross. It's the cross of Jesus Christ that calls us unto himself. Jesus said it. He said, if, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. And then when Bartimaeus gets to Jesus, Jesus asks the same question that he asked James and John. What do you want me to do for you? Bartimaeus didn't ask to sit on the left or right side of Jesus in heaven. He just asked if he could see. Would you restore my sight? I, I just want clarity. I, ju I, ju I just want to know where I'm going. I, 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 I just want to see. I, I want direction. I want purpose. I, I, I want destiny. I don't want to sit on the side of the road not knowing what's next for me in my life. I know there are people here tonight, you've been sitting on the roadside, but tonight's your night to take heart and to get up. You have been called by God. And the Bible says, Jesus said this, go your way. Your faith has made you well. Your faith. Your faith when you were still sitting on the roadside and you just heard that I was around and you just, you, you heard that Jesus had shown up, suddenly your face stirs. Because of your faith, you came to me knowing that you were going to get a healing touch. You see, there's no ifs with God. Uh, hey God, if, if you can do this, then, then I'll get up out of this seat. If God, maybe you can just change this. There's no ifs, just believe. And, and, and the Bible says that Jesus said to him, go your way. Your faith has made you well. And the Bible says clearly, immediately he recovered his sight and followed who? Jesus on the way. Immediately he recovered his sight and he followed him on his way. Because Bartimaeus knew it's not simply all about the healing it's about following the healer it's not simply getting what you want it's about living in obedience following Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior the victory is not in simply the fact that he can now see when he got up the victory is knowing that now he is a disciple of Christ Jesus I'd like to believe that Bartimaeus continued his journey with Jesus as a disciple 
It is an incredible story, not simply because his sight was restored, but because his soul was made whole. And the completion of our salvation is when you and I become followers. Not just getting what you want, but followers of Jesus. Not just another face in the crowd, but someone who's committed to Christ Jesus. I want to pray for anybody tonight who feels like they've just been on the roadside. And you feel like you've just been in this position where you haven't been able to get forward. But if you're willing to follow Jesus Christ, fully surrender. If you're willing to put your faith in the Savior, if you're willing to cry out tonight and say, Son of David, Jesus Christ, have mercy on me. If you put your faith in him, you're going to get up out of your seat and I want you to step forward and I want you to pray with me. No more sitting on the side of the road wondering what's next, hoping for another handout, hoping for another good deal, hoping for just one more day where I feel a little better. But if there's anybody tonight who says, you know what, I just, I feel like just in my mind, I've just been stuck on the, on the roadside. I feel like in my heart, I've been just stuck on the roadside. And, and is there anybody here tonight like Bartimaeus who's not worried about the crowd, but knows that God is calling them? And will you respond to Jesus Christ? And if that's you, I want you to come forward right now. I want you to do an immediate moment right now, like Bartimaeus, just immediately. Don't, don't, don't worry about the crowd. Like I mean, Bartimaeus wasn't worried about the crowd. He just wanted Jesus. And you just come right now. And we want to pray with you. But for every single person here that maybe just be, you're dealing with shame or, just, or, or the guilt of something, it's time to throw off that cloak. And there's an exchange that happens when you receive Jesus. He gives us a robe of righteousness, not, not because you've earned it, but because he loves you and he cares. Anybody else just feeling stuck along the side of the road? And even as we worship right now, if that's you, if, just, if you're like in this moment, like, oh man, no, no. And the crowd, ah, oh, no, no, no. Nobody needs to know that I'm kind of stuck in this place in my mind or stuck in something that I'm doing in my life that, that I know is not pleasing to God. Don't be ashamed tonight. Don't be ashamed tonight. Bartimaeus jumped up, threw off his cloak. And tonight, Jesus wants to ask you the same question. What, what would you like me to do for you? And, and, and the answer is not, oh, give me success. Oh, give me money. Oh, man, just give me fame. Oh, make, make, make me somebody, God. No, no, no. The, the proper response to that question is, God, I want to see you. I want to see you for who you are as my Savior as my Lord and as my King. I want to see you, Jesus Christ. And I need you to lead me. It's a new day today. I want you to pray this prayer with me. Heavenly Father, I receive your Son, Jesus, as my personal Savior. I believe tonight 
that you died on the cross for my sins. Forgive me. I have failed. And I've been stuck. But now I know. I can take heart. And I can get up. Because you're calling me. God, I want your spirit to be inside of me. To lead me. To protect me. And to strengthen me. I know now I am a new person. I'm no longer what people say I am. I am what you say I am. Your child. I have a purpose. And I have a destiny. In your name I pray.